Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the post-New Year, post-Christmas Bumble podcast. Darren, did you have a good one? I had a fantastic one, my friend. Very, very good. Did you? Yeah, superb. Father Christmas brought everything that I wanted, and I couldn't ask for more. Do you know, I think this is the first Christmas that's ever passed where I didn't get anything NFL-related. Really? Yeah. Maybe that was because I went to Chicago just before Christmas. Let's be honest, Mrs. F did pull that one out the bag. The ultimate birthday yeah. present. Yeah. So I didn't get anything NFL related, did you? I, well, yeah, I got a free pass to just sit and watch football when it was on. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. And that's, all, that's all I could ask for. No morning, no complaining. Lots of Christmas turkey and lots of football on the telly without any complaining. I'm happy with that. Very good. We are <laughs> separated again this week, are we not? Yes, we are indeed. I, I am from the wonderful Sunshine State, allegedly. Uh, called Florida. We're, we're in Miami at the moment, so we're back tomorrow. So first things first, the Jags are about to hit the playoff trail this weekend. Is Florida a buzz with Jacksonville Jaguar fever? It's not, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I bumped into a few football fans and uh, mainly Dolphins fans, disgruntled Dolphins fans, but also everyone seems to be caught up at the moment with the college football playoffs. I don't know whether you saw it, Darren, but the epic game between Georgia and Oklahoma, that has sent Florida, or everyone that I've talked to about football, that sent everyone into a tizzy, into a spin. Yeah, I saw that. I think it might change, though, if the Jags get on a roll now. They've got a really good chance this weekend. We're going to speak about all the, the wild card games coming up during the course of this particular fumble episode. But it's good that you've travelled out there to be at the epicentre of it as... The playoff race begins. Yeah, I can't wait. I, th- I think the more north you get, the more or the closer you get to Jacksonville, the more people are going to talk about this game between the Bills because I think the Jags have got a real opportunity to win and beat the Bills and then kick on into a deep playoff run. There's a lot of talk. I've been watching a lot of ESPN, a lot of uh, Fox Sports, NBC football, and everyone's talking about Blake Bortles. Everyone's saying that he's getting a lot of stick. I mean, let's be honest. When was the last time anyone was positive about the performances that Blake Bortles has put in this season. Never. Even though the Jaguars have got a winning season, the Jags are in the playoffs, no one has talked about any qualities or any 
any aspect of Blake Bortles' game that is positive. And he's turned out and he said, you know what? It doesn't matter. My team, the Jags, are in the playoffs. We have a great winning record. No one's talking about me as a quarterback, but I'm getting it done. And he's got a lot of stick from a few Bills players. That's been made very public. He's got a few sti- a bit of stick from uh, teams that he's faced in the season. But you know what? He, he's being ridiculously mature. He's not doing the old playground he said, she said kind of thing. He's just getting stuck in. Apparently, he's had a great week of practice and he's ready for this Bills game. Well, let's talk about that in a while because I want to bring something up before and get it out of the way, really. You know, get it over and done with nice and early. We both had fantasy finals to play and I lost mine. I lost mine to Internet Rich by about three or four points and I was devastated in the other league that I play in. Yours was even more heartbreaking than that. Darren, uh, I don't want to talk about it. It well, hurt. you've got to. You got it to. Hurt. And it and it and it was like a dagger through the heart. I lost our fantasy football <laughs> final by not by one point, <laughs> by point eight of a point. <laughs> point eight of a point. Which which is essentially for an eight yards, isn't it? Eight yards. Eight Just, yards yeah. gets your point eight, yeah. Eight exactly, yards. eight yards. And bearing in mind I had Le- Le'Veon Bell who'd been rested. I had Mark Ingram, who for some reason had a lame performance, a lame performance in the last game of the season, and I just required eight more yards. I had I had uh, the Titans wide receiver who didn't show up. He had one catch for two yards, I think it was. Uh, disappointing, but you know what? It's been a great fantasy football season run, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I can't wait for next year. I now know what the key is to league fantasy football. See, there is a reason why you, you, you're not really allowing me in at this point, because you, you have missed one vital piece of information, one vi- essential piece of information about the fantasy final. And that is that you, <laughs> you were beaten by a 10-year-old boy. Oh, behave yourself. <laughs> you were. You were beaten by Jake Harper, who is 10 years old. He's 10 years old? He's 10 years old. You are He's having ten a laugh. Year- <laughs> no, I'm not. Are you serious? I'm, I'm, not, I'm being deadly serious. He's 10 years old. So oh all of that all of that lad's banter that you were sticking on, he couldn't reply because he's only 10. He'd not heard of half of the words that you were using. <laughs> so so he's only that, 10. I honestly didn't know. Did you not? I didn't know. Yeah, he's only 10. <laughs> he's only 10. And, and I'll tell you the story, Vern. Oh, the my God. Did, three- well, wait, you know what you're going to have to do, Darren? You're going to have to give me his dad's number because I'm going to have to apologise. Well, his dad's in the league as well. Lee's oh dad's God. in the league too. So he's been giggling all the way through. Because <laughs> what happened was, you see, because they're a bit flaky at 10, they can be a bit up and down with the moods and behaviour. So the first three weeks of the season, he lost the first three games. And he was pretty much going to bed, kicking and screaming on a Sunday night and then moaning on a Monday morning. He's then gone on and won it. And because our league is a winner-takes-all league and we all put some money in at the start of the season, he's won 600 quid. Wow. So, wow. Well, do you, you know what? That's so, quite, quite so, point. So, <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't spend it on alcohol and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so the most important thing is that, yes, you got to the final. And then, yes, you were it. beaten by a boy who's 10. I don't believe it. And you know what? The worst thing is, though, Darren, even though he's 10, even though it's point eight of a point, I had 24 points on the bench. I know. I, I lost mine point. in the other league. But in the league that we're talking about, the one that you came runner up in, there were 12 teams in the league. Yeah. I came 11th by beating Crossy in the final game of the season to condemn him to 12th. 
So I can't say anything. I was miles behind. And I well, thought I, I produ- drafted a good team. Yeah, yeah. I think we all did. But our producer, Simon uh, Crossy, he had the worst luck ever. I know. He, he drafted David Johnson first, running back yeah. with the Cardinals, who in the first <laughs> week went out with a, with a hammy or an Achilles, I think it was. Wrist. Did he have, wrist. Did he have wrist. Aaron, Broke Aaron his wrist. Rogers as well? Yeah. Had Aaron Rodgers as well. He had a shocker. And then I thought, I said to him about three or four weeks ago, I said, Simon, have you given up on your fantasy football team? And he went, no. I, I take a look every minute of every day of who's available. I went, oh, wow. Well, you are garbage. Yeah, but, but, Vernon, let me reiterate once more. He didn't lose the final to a 10-year-old boy. No, by <laughs> point eight of a point. Point eight of a point. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, I love it. I love it. I didn't I know it. that. He might actually be. He might. He might be eleven. He might be eleven. That might because be a saving grace. In our group WhatsApp, there was the <laughs> yeah. picture of Jake celebrating, and I thought that that was Jake's son. No, that's who's beat you. <laughs> Man, that hurts. That hurts. That's that hurts. the lad that took. <laughs> that, Do you know what he made? down. He only made two changes between the first game in the final and the second game in the final, and I thought he'd given up. And now I hate no. him. <laughs> you can't, can't hate a young boy who's beating you in the final. Give me, give me eight years time, and I'll, I'll, I'll show him when he's in the pub. <laughs> Unbelievable. Beaten by right, a ten- now- what's, a, what's a ten-year-old going to do with six hundred quid? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. You know what the thing is? His dad must be mad because if that was me, I'd have said, "Oh, you've done really well. It's twenty quid for the winner." I had a pocket of five eighty. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I actually said to his dad, because he only lived around the corner from me, what are you doing? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, just say, great, 20 quid, I'll be buzzing. He'll go and buy some match attacks, be buzzing. You could have had the That's 518 on a good night out, yeah. But now he's gone, you've won 600 quid, so he's lost a lot. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, one other thing, before we go on to pick six, because it's a shorter one this week, because we're going to look at the playoffs. By this time next week, we should know, I think... What's happening in England for next season? This year? Yeah, really, really exciting this. White Hart Lane games. Yeah, it should be next week, shouldn't it, we think? Yeah, we, we spoke about it quite a bit. We spoke about it many, many times as to um, our own opinions and our own views on what we think about having a franchise here, how many games we should have here, whether we should have a franchise, whether we shouldn't have a franchise. Uh, but we're going to find out what the state of play is next week. So we're going to do a podcast. Are we going to do a podcast the moment the announcement's made, so it can go straight up. Yeah, I think pretty much that day. And, and I think it's, it's probably, because we know a little bit, but we don't know enough. So we could speculate today, but I, I don't think there's any need for that. I think we're better off thinking about it and reacting to it when it happens next week, straight away. And then on the back of that, getting all the people that download the fumble to give us their thoughts as well. And maybe the week after, have a bit of a reaction show to what the NFL community think about the games, the teams etc. Once we've done that, don't you think? Yeah, very good. And we'll speak to Alistair Kirkwood as well. We'll, we'll, We promise we'll put that in. I know we've been saying, uh, we've said a couple of times this season that we'll we'll speak to Alistair Kirkwood. You've got to remember, Alistair Kirkwood, even though he's a good friend of the fumble and everyone involved in the fumble, he's the busiest man in the NFL UK office. So to tie him down is quite an achievement. But I promise you, we'll get a reaction from Alistair. We'll find out who's in uh, and who's not in the uh, schedule, the playlist for NFL uh, UK International 2018. And it, just a quick one, a curveball for you, Darren. Is, yeah. is Tottenham Stadium going to be finished? 
Yeah, it should be. Yeah, that's the plan. And that's the plan. And I think the idea is that they have, you know, two really big teams over to open that stadium. I think that's the idea. So, um, right. I've not really heard anything to the contrary that would indicate that it's not going to be ready for the one of those NFL International Series games. So, that, that should be should be on the agenda. I'd be amazed, you know, Vern, if, if the, the Tottenham match to, to kick it off, the first, you know, the first ever um, NFL game played in that stadium, if that's not an absolute belter, I'll be amazed. And I think next year you'll see that there'll be a real push. And I, I said we wouldn't speculate, but I'm pretty sure that, that next year we, we will see from the NFL standpoint a real push to send genuine quality teams to the UK. I think that's something we'll see uh, this year next season as it goes. He's gone with a pick six. All right, well, let's, let's crack on. Let's get into pick six, shall we, Darren? Yes, let's do that. All right, first one to you. The Bills are in the playoffs. First time in, get this, 17 years. It's wow. been 17 long years since the Bills were in the playoffs. Will they have a run? No, uh, they won't. I mean, the, the scenes were sensational, weren't they? When Andy Dalton threw the touchdown pass <laughs> that essentially eliminated Baltimore and got Buffalo into the playoffs. They've all been donating to Andy Dalton's foundation this week. The people it's of superb. Buffalo. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But no, the simple fact of the matter is LeSean McCoy's banged up. Buffalo are only going to go as far as he can take them. Too much pressure now on Tyrod Taylor. I think this is, for me, this is the most lopsided of all the wild card games this weekend. I think Jacksonville win it easily. I can't see the Jacksonville defense having any problem with Buffalo whatsoever. Bortles won't be necessary. They'll have enough all over the place. And I feel sad for Buffalo that they aren't going to go into this playoff game. The first one, as you say, for 17 years without McCoy at full strength. And the fact that he's banged up means they've just not got enough to beat Jacksonville. It's a real shame. But on the flip side of the coin, Jags have had two iffy games back end of the season. So we'll see. You know, if it's close, then I hope it's going to be a good game in the favour of the Jags because we are Jags fans after all. And hopefully, fingers crossed, if the missus isn't listening, I'm going to try and sneak up to Jacksonville and watch it, Darren. Like the idea of that. I would expect you to. I would expect you to. Our roving reporter, Vernon Kay, out there on the scene. I'm going to give it a yep. go because I think the missus knows how important this game is. Phoebe's a massive football fan now. And if we can both uh, take a day out of our vacation, out of our holiday, then it would be awesome to get up there and go and see the Jags in their awesome stadium. And hopefully yes. I'll take my trunks and get in one of those pools. Well, well hang on. Tony Baselli told us what, go on, what goes on in there. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'll be in, I'll be the, uh, in the chicken wing restaurant. <laughs> good lad, good lad. Right, one for you. Who's going to win the other AFC wildcard game? Kansas City or the Titans? Surely Kansas City. You would say Kansas City, but we know what they're like in the playoffs. They just seem to have this really, really bizarre change of mental attitude when they get into the playoffs. They just crumble. But I think Alex Smith, now, surely he's got enough experience Enough experience to take the Chiefs into a deep, and I hope it is a deep, playoff run. Because I like the Chiefs. I like what they offer. I feel sorry for their head coach because I don't know if he can do any more with this team because he's tried consistently to give them a good playoff run. And it's never worked. It's just always come to a grinding halt. And I think the Titans will have some surprises for us. Mariota, yeah, all right. He's not the best quarterback in the league, but he wins games. That's why they're there. They've got a couple of decent running backs. Is DeMarco Murray fit? Yeah, but he's OK. But they've got Derrick Henry, if not. So I don't think that's a big factor. I think Derrick Henry is a bizarre running back. I think for the size of him, he can run over tackles. But he, 
his running style, he tries to do the old jink and the old, you know, cut inside too many times for me. He should just run over people. Give it a bit of Leonard Fournette. This is really simple for me. Kansas City win the game. Not going to win in Arrowhead, Tennessee. But I think, as you say, they'll keep it close. I think eight and a half points is the spread. I think Tennessee will cover that. I think it'll be a close game because they're the kind of games that Tennessee are involved in. Um, but I think Kansas City win it really easily. You know when you said you feel sorry for the head coach? Yeah. You're talking about Andy Reid. Yeah. Did you ever see the famous footage of Andy Reid in that punt-pass-kick competition when he was a kid? No, I didn't. Right, you've got to Google it by next week. Let's put it up on our Fumble uh, Twitter page. You've got, to, you've got to Google it, watch it, and tell me what your instant reaction is. Andy right, Reid, okay. right, he's in this yeah. punt-pass-kick competition. And I think the kids are 11 and 12. Andy Reid is about 6'5 and 300 pounds at the age of 12. And these what? kids, these little kids, are kicking the ball about 20, 20 yards. And Andy Reid comes lumbering out like he should be in the NFL. And he's smashing punts 50 <laughs> yards through the air. He's, it's like a, an adult against children. And, it, he, and he just looks like a child version of Andy Reid, as you'd expect. But it's one of the most bizarre things you will ever see. Andy Reid, punt, pass, kick competition when he was a kid. You will absolutely split your sides, I promise you. <laughs> However, I'm dressing up now, it's worse than that. It, you know, you've seen Mike Parry do the Cinnamon Challenge on, on YouTube. It's funnier than that. It's hilarious. So have a look at it. And I want, I want your reaction next week. And everybody who listens to the fumble, have a look at it. Andy Reid, punt, pass, kick competition. You will be absolutely flabbergasted. Well, Andy Reid Andy, Andy Reid looks generally like he, he's not shy of a pint and a few burgers, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but he was 11 and 12. He looked the same. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to have a butcher to that. I've gone now thinking about it. It's hilarious. <laughs> they played it one night on Monday Night Football. They put it on. And then they went back to the announcers. They were literally doubled up in the booth. They couldn't, they couldn't commentate. They couldn't speak. That is brilliant. Right, I'm going to have a butcher's. Right, yeah. OK, so uh, if you could watch, Darren, yeah, just one of the NFC games this week, which one would it be? Well, I'm going to watch both of them, obviously. But if you so could watch I'd... any one of them live, which one would it be? I would go to the Superdome and I would take Crossy with me because Crossy was once attacked by security in the Superdome. Oh, well, we know about against... his relationship with the Saints owner. He was trying. He got pinned up against the wall trying to get to Rita Benton LeBlanc, and his feet, <laughs> his, feet, <laughs> his feet were in the air. <laughs> he went across to, to try and wave to Rita, because <laughs> we'd been there doing some work, and within the space of about 10 seconds, it's massive security guard had got Crossy pinned up against the wall. So I would take Crossy back to the Superdome, I, I would also take him to Bourbon Street later on that night and encourage him to drink a hand grenade again because when he did that before, he could only walk sideways back to the hotel because he's in <laughs> such a state. But I think the atmosphere in there is going to be sensational. Breeze against Cam Newton, two familiar foes. You know what? It's very rare in the NFL. Teams play each other three times in a season and the same team wins all three of them. But I mm. think that happens this year because the Saints won both of them in the regular season and I think they'll win again. But I tell you what, the other game's going to be a belter too. That's going to be a shootout between Matt Ryan and Jared Goff, Devontae oh, Freeman, yeah. Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu against Sammy Watkins and Robert Woods. That's going to be brilliant as well. The NFC playoffs look absolutely sensational, Vern. 
They really do. And I think if if the Falcons, all the Falcons have got to do is stop the running game. And I know that's virtually impossible when you consider that they've got potential MVP in the backfield, the Rams, behind Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. But I think if they can slow the running game, then it'll really put pressure on Jared Goff and the passing game. And we know how Sean McVay has really built that offence around very little participation from Jared Goff throwing the football. But when he does, it's clinical and it's precise and it works. But that offence is mainly built around the fact that Todd Gurley can get you more than four yards per carry. And if the Falcons man up and if they probably play, they'll probably play eight in the box, I think. They'll, they'll stack the box against Todd Gurley and they'll hope that the defensive backs of the Falcons can really, really pull it out the bag and uh, therefore put pressure on the passing game. And hopefully, Matt Ryan, it's all about Matt Ryan, and it's all about Julio Jones for me, that game, because Julio Jones is an absolute monster. He could play any position in the NFL. He is a pure... Are you, are you giving athlete. the Falcons a chance in that game, then? I'm giving the Falcons a chance. I am. I am. It's only that... a slight one. It's okay. only a slight... It's like... It, it's, it's the equivalent of, you know, when you wake up when you've got a hangover and there's that little chink of light coming through the tur- curtains that's really annoying... That's as much as a chance as I'm giving them. Right. Okay. So on the back of that, then, which of the wild card teams, and we've talked about all of them, which of the wild card teams do you think is going to go the furthest? Saints. For me, the Saints. Right. What the Saints have done is they've taken pressure off Drew Brees by developing the best pair of running backs the NFL has seen as a duo in a long, long time. I think it's several years since we last saw two running backs from the same team make the Pro Bowl. And Alvin Kamara, and my boy, you know who I'm talking about, Mark Ingram. Yeah. I think that, that, that duo, that pairing, has been phenomenal for the Saints. And it just lets Drew Brees throw the football wherever he wants. And, and I think the Saints are going to have a deep, deep playoff run. I think they might even make the Super Bowl, Darren. I'm going to go with the Rams, you know, getting the furthest. Okay. I've just got a feel for them. I just think that they've got that excellent... And I think in the playoffs, you do need to run it. And I think they've got the best running back in the league at the moment in Todd Gurley and the best running game in the league with an individual back in Todd Gurley. Mm -hmm. I think they've got a defence that can push them over the edge, led by Aaron Donald. It can wreak havoc to the opposing quarterback and it can stop the run as well. And I think they're just riding a bit of emotion at the moment, the Rams. Dependent on the... I think the Rams win this week. They've then got to go into Minnesota and win. And I've got this crazy notion in my mind that the Rams are going to get to the Super Bowl and represent the NFC. And, you know, I had a little wager on them mid-season to do that. So I'm going to try and ride that and get the Rams all the way. But it, it's, it's strange, isn't it, that we look at the AFC playoffs and you've got nowhere near the amount of confidence in those AFC wildcard teams that you're having the ones in the NFC. And I tell you what, if either the Panthers or the Falcons can cause a shock, bearing in mind they're both underdogs in the games they're going to play with the Saints and the Rams, if either of those two get through, you would then say that they've got the weapons and the ability to make a deep playoff run as well, wouldn't you? So all of those teams in the NFC, for me, apart from Philadelphia, because of the quarterback, every one of those NFC teams are, are a potential Super Bowl team. And had Wentz been healthy too, I would have said that every one of the NFC teams was a Super Bowl contender. The only thing that, that kind of does them at the moment is the fact that they've got Nick Foles at quarterback, which I don't think is, is, is going to be good enough for them. There's one thing that, I, 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 that really jumped off the telly this week. There was a, a section of the 
Well, what's the show? There's a show that Chris Carter does where they analyse all yes. the ins and outs and I politics. I what it's called, but I know, it's, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's on ESPN. And he yeah. was talking about Cam Newton's attitude in the game. Apparently, Cam Newton doesn't like being told that he's wrong. Very right. difficult to coach. Uh, temperamental in games. Hasn't really got that much of a fighting spirit. And that really, really surprised me because... You would class Cam Newton as a quarterback who you would hope could lead a team when it comes to the fourth quarter and there's five minutes remaining and you're 10 points behind. But Chris Carter actually burned him at the stake, saying his attitude's all wrong, he's uncoachable, you know, it's all about Cam, it's all about him. And then when you look at when you step back and look at it, you can think, yeah, I kind of get that, you know. With the performances we've seen at the podium uh, in post-game interviews, you kind of kind of get a sense that it's all about Cam. So if Cam can go into this game with a positive attitude, that's what they were saying. That's what Chris Carter was saying, that he needs a positive attitude going into these playoffs. He needs to be able to think personally in his own headspace that he can win. And if he can do that, then he'll play with confidence. And we've seen what Cam Newton's like with tons of confidence. He's a winner. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, you ready? Yep. Black Monday. Mm. The dreaded Black Monday. Saw the loss of several head coaches. They've all departed their teams. Several coaches have gone. But the one talking point in the NFL and I hope this is true, John Gruden going back to the Raiders. Talk to me, Darren. Well, that makes it Silver and Black Monday, doesn't it, if he goes back to the Raiders? I think <laughs> hey, it would be brilliant. see what did there? You see what see I did what there? I, I, I think it's going to be great. I'd love to see Gruden out of the booth. From what I hear as well, you know, ESPN as a, as a company are uh, changing the way that, that they staff their company, the kind of business they do. I get the impression they wouldn't be too disappointed to see the back of John Gruden's salary not necessarily the back of John Gruden, the broadcaster, because he's been superb for them. Mm. And I, and I, I kind of look at it and think this, is, this was always likely to happen. I mean, you looked at Tony Dungy when he retired. You looked at Bill Cowell when he retired. And they looked so comfortable within that TV studio, you could never see them moving out. But Gruden's always been out and about. He's always been doing the, the quarterback camps. He's always seemed like a, a caged animal trying to get out the cage to get back to the sideline ever since he's been in the booth and I just think he's been waiting for the right opportunity whether he's as good a head coach as people say he is remains to be seen I mean after all he did win the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay with Tony Dungy's team and then oversaw a gradual decline of that franchise so I'm interested to see whether 
Tony Dungy can come back and do what Dick Vermeil did when he ended retirement to come back and coach the Rams and led them to a Super Bowl, or whether John Gruden does the kind of job that Mike Ditka did when he retired after being fired by the Bears and then came back and made a bit of a mockery of himself with the New Orleans Saints. So I love to see a comeback story. I love to see a big name return to the big stage. So this, for me, already is one of the most interesting storylines for next season, the fact that it looks like John Gruden's going to be back on the sideline with the Raiders. I think it's brilliant. Have you seen John Gruden with Derek Carr? Yes, he loves you know Derek what? Carr. Loves Derek Carr. Yes. John Gruden does these uh, quarterback camps where he sits yeah. down with all the potential new quarterbacks that are going to go into the NFL. And he sits them down and they watch film. And the one with Derek Carr, Gruden's just gushing over guys. He Derek loves Carr. Derek Carr, yeah. Hey, I tell you what, though, the most important coaching dismissal of the close season so far, as a Packers fan, the fact they finally got rid of the defensive coordinator, Dom Capers, has made me a very, very happy man. One of the worst defences in, in the league, and he kept getting retained and retained and retained and retained. They're a team that have got to score 35 points because the defence is going to give up 34. So... If Aaron Rodgers has a semblance of a good defence, they become a really difficult team to beat against anybody. But when they've got a crap defence, they need a world-class offence to stay in games. So I'm hoping they get the right man to come in and do that job. Although, Vern, I did hear an awful rumour this week as well that Ben McAdoo no! might come in as the offensive coordinator for Green Bay. No. Yes, yes, yes. That wonderful, pe- that wonderful people person, Ben McAdoo. One second. Sorry, Sorry Darren. That was room right. service. Oh, very good. <laughs> was it Ben McAdoo? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be a shocker. I know. So he could be back as the offensive coordinator. So it's been a strange old week as a Packers fan. So yeah, here we are. We are. So so we lost uh, Chuck Pagano. We lost John. Fox. No surprise. No surprise. I was surprised. I mean, I know we talked about Gruden going to the Raiders, but I am surprised that Jack Del Rio got given the boot. And I think the bit, only yeah, reason he got bit. given the boot was because they've lined up John Gruden. Maybe. I, I don't think you can be one of the favourites for the Super Bowl in the AFC and then miss the playoffs as emphatically as they did and then not be some yeah. repercussions. They've had a shocker this year. They really have. Yeah. And he, he's, he's driving the bus, isn't he? So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, so, 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 so last one here then, Vern. Where, where are you going to be watching this weekend? If you get to Jacksonville, we know what the answer's going to be. If not, where are you going to be rocking up to watch the game? Well, I'm hoping that... Uh, I'm going to find a, a decent chicken wing shop. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's be honest. In, when you're in the States, it doesn't matter whether you're in a high-end Italian restaurant or you're in a low-end redneck bar that's selling moonshine. There is a TV showing sport in every public establishment in the United States. You cannot yes. get away from sports on TV. So wherever I'm going to be, I will be watching the game. Good. Well, I'll just be in the house. I'll be in the man cave all weekend watching the games. Can't wait. Yeah, they're, going to, they're going to be really... I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, we talked about it, the Saints, Panthers and the Falcons versus the Rams. I think those two games... And just for, just for the record, I'm going Kansas City, Jacksonville, New Orleans, LA Rams. They're my, they're my four winners this week. I'm exactly the same as you, but I'm going Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons by a 
slight margin. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go Falkers. I don't know. I just I I think I just like Matt Ryan. I just think he's a real nice, genuine bloke. And it, I know it's he all about you the sport. Too. He like he likes you too. Yeah, you know we go way back. He's, he, yeah. And I just think that I felt sorry for the Falcons with everything that the Patriots did. Uh, and I'd like them to get a little bit of luck this play this this playoff run. And if they could do it by beating the Rams, one of the favourites for the Super Bowl then I think that will be in some way, shape or form, it will help ease their Super Bowl 51 walls. Listen, it made no secret, Vern, of the fact that on Christmas Day, Matt and Mrs. Matt, with the family, played All-Star, Falcons edition, Family Fortunes, the ball. <laughs> so he's with you, mate. He's yeah. with you. He's yeah. with you. He's a good guy. He's a good he guy. Is. Mate, Vern, Go I've got it. It's on YouTube. Andy Reid's punt pass kick. Brilliant. Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid, right? <laughs> There's a kid next to him wearing number 22 who comes up to Andy Reid's waist. No way. Mate, it's <laughs> it's December the 13th, 1971. And they've got... I've got it here. Got, I've got look, it here. Look at the kid next to him. He's massive. Look, they're it's the same huge. age. They're the same age. Look at the size of him! Now roll it, roll it. You've got to roll it, roll it. Throw it a mile. Wow. So I'm, I'm, watch, I'm, I'm watching it on the broadcast that they put out. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. That is hilarious. You see, they've cut, look, there's Andy, you get the picture of Andy Reid and then he shows you the little kid, look at the kids behind him in the line. He's the kid behind him just comes up to it above his backside. <laughs> That's not real. That's not real, just, surely. He's he's the same age as those children. That's Andy Reid at 12. Yes, he's the same age as those children. Wow. He looks like That's he should be playing nice. defensive end for the Rams, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> Can you imagine, right, if you're a kid and you've been practising all week and you're thinking, you know what, I've got a right chance here. And you're, <laughs> you're about... Four foot three, and you're 11, right? And you, you think, I can throw this 12 yards. I've been practicing with my dad in the garden. I've got 12 yards in me, which might well be enough. And you stand in line, and there's a kid in front of you, six five, 270 pounds, who's even at 55 yards down the field. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Whenever I see it, I think that can't be right, but it is, because it's there. That is so funny. <laughs> You've got to watch it. <laughs> You've got to watch it. <laughs> that, not just the kid behind him, but the whole line come to just above his backside. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I'm the teacher and I'm going to show you what to do it. No, you're the same age as them. What did they feed him? Wow, that is superb. You've seen the that. film, Digby the Biggest Dog in the World. That's what That's he's what like he... compared to the kids. It looks like he's been photoshopped. <laughs> that is right. hideous. Oh, dear. That's the two-minute warning. Right, so, Darren, two-minute warning. Are you ready? Yeah, well, you got this week. Come on, come on, come on. All right. The season has ended. We're into the playoffs. Who's your season MVP? Todd Gurley. Straightforward. LA Rams. The Rams aren't where they are without him. I think the running back has been an unheralded position for too long. The arrival of Zeke Elliott in the league last year made it sexy again. Todd Gurley's been the best of them. I've not seen a quarterback who's been as important to his team as Gurley's been to his. I might have said something different had Carson Wentz seen the season out, but I'm going Todd Gurley of the Rams. And I know exactly where you're going. 
Well, I, I was going to go with uh, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I was going to oh. go with Tom Brady, the godfather of my two children, but he doesn't know it yet. Uh, but I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go with Todd Gurley, I think. Oh, OK. Yeah, because I, I've thought long and hard about this uh, with jet lag whilst we've been here in America. And I think that, like you said, Todd Gurley has enabled Sean McVeigh and Jared Goff to become the offence that we've seen this season. If you can... Give the ball to a running back, and if you you're guaranteed five yards per carry, it just lightens the load. And I think that yeah. guy has turned around the franchise. I'd also give a shout out to Drew Brees because that man is so consistent, so ridiculously consistent that the Saints are always in the running for me. Brady, as per usual, Carson Wentz. You're right. If he'd have had a longer run in the season, if he'd have taken the Eagles into the playoffs, then definitely he would have been in with a shout. I also like the fact, if we're going on to injuries, Deshaun Watson, you know, let's not forget. He had, he was having a great season with the Texans until injury. But for me, this year's MVP has got to be Todd Gurley. We agree, my friend. We agree. Let's find out. Let's find out when we get to uh, the NFL Honours, the Saturday before the Super Bowl in Minnesota. The night before, in the cold. Well, there you go, Todd Gurley for us, Darren. Thank you very much, mate. As always, an absolute pleasure to be involved in a fumble with you. Fantastic, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. Cheers, pal. Look forward to it. And everyone who's listening, thank you once again for subscribing. Thank you very much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. It's been a fab season. Let's enjoy the playoffs. And uh, let us know what you think next week when the UK Games are announced. International NFL Series 2018. And also let us know what you think. Oh, yes. You see. Andy Reid in the punt pass kick competition. Yes. <laughs> Superb. This has been a Shooting Shark production. Have a great one. We'll see you back end of the wildcard games. Lots of love for the fumble. From me, goodbye from him. Ta-ra! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.